1: I'm locked, I'm locked up, up in memories They all intertwine The memories living In my mind I know tomorrow could that dawn will come You will never know
0: What you've done Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. This is your host for tonight, Dr. Nancy. And it is such an honor to be here with you all tonight. I am really excited about tonight because Guess what today is Today is Valentine's Day You know I spoke to a, of, a couple of people today And they were like feeling a little sad Because they didn't have a Valentine's Day And about Loving on yourself What about showing yourself Some self-love Some self-healing uh, And so Tonight, we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, whether you have a physical Valentine's Day or just your own physical self, okay? And the fact that you're here today, that is more than enough of a great reason to be happy, okay, to be able to see a new day. Uh, So today, let's just name today Happy Self-Love Day, Okay, we're going to name it happy self-love. And we're going to talk about ways to, to love on yourself, okay? I don't want people to 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 get stuck in the traditional side of things, the traditional way of doing things, ways to love on yourself, okay? Ways to love on yourself. And how may we be able to do that? practicing self-love okay there's ways to practice self-love there's ways to practice self-care and just self-growth there's so many ways to practice self-love I see that we have a caller on the line so I'm going to open up the mic because I uh, you know I didn't really uh, a lot of people were busy today they had plans with their kids with their family and so I didn't really um, invite any particular person to share, so I just want to make sure that I open up the mic. If your background's loud, please mute yourself. But if at any point you want to share anything, please do join. Um, again, we're talking about self-love, self-care, and self-healing. Okay, those are all part of self-love. Those are all part of um you know, taking care of ourselves, loving on ourselves. know, we don't have to wait on people to love on us. We, It's okay to love on yourself, you know. Um, and so, again, that's what I want to focus on today. That's what I want to focus on today. So before we get started, I'm going to get ready to Read our NASCA mission statement. It's always such a pleasure to serve the community, to serve you all. Uh, but before I do that, again, I just would like to share. Uh, and thank you for joining us tonight on NASCA. NASCA stands for the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. Okay, and that's NASCA. N-A-A-S-C-A, N-A-A-S-C-A, and again, it stands for the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. I'm your host again, just in case you didn't catch my intro at the beginning, Dr. Nancy V. Brown-Willis, but I just go by Dr. Nancy. And again, I'm honored to be your host tonight. We're on scan number 3378 on this wonderful Valentine's Day. I'm excited. Some people are not excited. They're like, I don't care about Valentine's Day. And I say, it's okay. Why don't we could love every single day that we wake up and we get to see a new day. It is a new day to love on ourselves and to love on someone who we love or appreciate someone who has made an impact in our lives. If you'd like to be a part of tonight's show, please feel free to call in. Our call-in number is uh, 646-595-2118. Again, that call-in number is 646-595-2118. Uh, mics will be open. If you care to share, you are more than welcome. We would love to hear from you. So definitely join us on this call. The scan number is three three seven eight for tonight. Again, we hope that you can join us today. All right. So we'll start by reading the mission statement. Let me, without further ado. We have a single purpose at Nazca to address issues related to childhood abuse and trauma, including sexual assault, violent or physical abuse, emotional traumas and neglect. And we do so with only two goals. One, educating the public, especially as related to helping society get over its taboo of discussing childhood sexual abuse, presenting facts, Showing child abuse to be a pandemic, worldwide problem that affects everyone. And two, offering hope and healing through numerous paths, providing many services to adult survivors of child abuse, and information for anyone interested in the many issues involving prevention, intervention, and recovery. So, again, I'm going to repeat that call-in number just in case, if you'd like to join us tonight and be a part of our wonderful panel, uh, I know some some of y'all are probably on a hot date somewhere, uh, but guess what? It's okay to be on a hot date, whether you're on a hot date with someone, or you might just be on a hot date with us, uh, and there is nothing wrong with that. That's one of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. You know, what is Valentine's Day? You know, is Valentine's Day. Should you think about the fact that uh you may not have someone to share with tonight? Or is it okay to love on yourself? It is okay. Love on yourself day, And that's what we're gonna call it today. It's okay to love on yourself. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So again, I wanna open up the mics. Um I see we have one caller and uh, it's just myself and that caller and hey, I'm happy to be spending V Day with you caller. Who's on the line? Would you like to introduce um, yourself Phillip. or Phillip. Hey Phillip. Phillip. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Um did you have any plans for today? It's just us tonight anyway, but um, did you have any plans for tonight, uh, any V-day plans or anything?
1: Just NASCA.
0: That's right. Just self-love and loving on, you know, your community, which I think is wonderful. It's a wonderful way to give back and spend uh, your time, you know, giving back. I think it's really important that we're – I love the fact that we're able that we have the capacity to do that. We're able to reach more people than just ourselves, our immediate circle uh even though we may not have people listening on live right this minute, people always click in, excuse me, and they listen at a later time, so you know whatever it is that we talk about right now, at some point somebody will click in and they're going to get some wonderful nuggets. So this uh, time definitely does not go in vain. So I'm going to share first a couple of recovery uh, habits, some healing tips, okay? Um, And so, you know, NASCA, we have all types of people who join us on the show. There's times that we have people who come on the show and they're survivors of child abuse, have not been through abuse, but they support people who have been through abuse. Those people are just as important because recovery would not be possible without having the people who truly and honestly care. Those people have the heart to love outside of themselves. They have the heart to love Others, and that is such a beautiful quality, and that's a real true representation of love, okay? So I want to share a couple of tips Um on recovery, ways to recover. And, and again, tonight we're talking about self-love, self-healing, self-care, the things that make us better us because, you know, everybody's like, oh, happy Valentine's Day, I love you, and I love you. But do you love yourself? Are we willing to love ourselves? Are we willing to uh, to help others? Are we willing to to be better versions of ourselves? And how are we giving our love if we're not pouring into ourselves? And and that's one thing that I never really understood when I hear people talk about self love and self love and or loving others, but they haven't really taken the time to pour love into themselves, which is one of the things I'm big on. So, we're going to talk about recovery habits, being that this show is about recovery and healing and all those good things. All right. So, here I have habit, habit for positivity, okay? This one that I have here says, only keeping positive input. What does that mean? Only allow positive inputs into your life. Be aware of how your inputs are affecting you and make sure that they are having a positive impact on you and your recovery. Remove everything that is dragging you down to me because um, I think right now you know, like I said, I went back to school again, and I love school. Part of my recovery is education. I know that about myself. I love educating myself. I love challenging my brain. It's a, a good exercise for my brain to get my brain back strong. Uh, and so it's something that I truly enjoy. Um, and so... In doing that and nurturing your brain and feeding your brain, I think it's really important for you to be really self-conscious of what you allow into your life or what type of energy you allow into your life. Is the energy positive? Is the energy negative? How is it it helping me to grow? How is it helping me to be a better person? You really, truly have to be intentional about the type of energy or people, things that you allow into your innermost circle, uh, and that's not to say that. I mean, sometimes you can't choose who, who family is, and you know things happen. So I'm not saying to cut everybody off, and uh, and not to uh, love on on the people who are you know who 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 love you, and nobody's perfect. So we do have we we ourselves are imperfect, and we may have imperfect family members and, and perfect friends, and guess what? That is okay. If we have those people, we just have to be careful about how much time we allow those people to invest or deposit any type of negative energy in us. So you can hang out with certain people, certain family members, and then if certain energies arise, you find a way to excuse yourself and remove from from uh, from the atmosphere. Or – If they're behaving well and things are going positive, you thank the good God and then you stay in that positive energy and enjoy and and, and hope that they are also learning how to grow. So that one was called only keeping positive inputs. Again, I'm going to just read that sentence. Only allow positive inputs into your life. Be aware of how your inputs are affecting you and make sure that they are having a positive impact on you and your recovery, remove everything that is dragging you down. How do you do that? How could we, if if you have any suggestions, please, please join in with me. How could we keep, how do we remove everything that is dragging us down? I'm going to just open up the mic if anybody has a comment. Well, I would say removing that, removing everything that is dragging you down, I think it's just self-explanatory. If it makes you feel bad about yourself, if it gives you low self-esteem, if it makes you feel low, then you remove it or you remove yourself. Um, Just remember, you are in control. You are in control of what you allow around you. You are in control of what you allow around you. If you don't want it around you, you're in control to say, no, thank you. I don't want that around me. That hurts. That hurts. Okay. All right. So next we have swapping negative with positive. Wow, that's good. Swapping negative with positive. How do we do that? How do we do that? Mm, okay. all right. I want to post uh I want to make sure I say this phone number one more time uh in case anybody is interested in calling in. Uh the number is 646-595-2118. Again, that number is 646-595-2118. Okay, self love. We're talking about uh, self care, and we're talking about self healing. Okay, and you know I, I don't want people to focus on today's Valentine's Day. My friend got some roses, and my this one got a Coach bag, and my other one got a Chanel perfume, and the other one got it. Look, don't focus on that. Focus on Hey, you woke up this morning and God loved you so much that you were able to see a new day. I know that, um, you know, when we look at, um, let me look here so I could quote it right. Uh, let me see. The, uh, the world. All right. So the scripture. It's um you know, I'm trying to find well I can't think and I always say it, is it John three sixteen? I think it's John three okay, it is John three sixteen. All right. When we look at John three sixteen, it says here, For God loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Let me tell you something. You are not alone. You are not alone. There are people, God will work through people, who will show up and love on you and be there for you and support you, just like we're showing up tonight to support and to love on you tonight and to remind you that you are not alone. God loves you enough that you are in this world, and it's not by coincidence. It's not by, by accident. But it's really, truly because you matter and you're important and you are not alone. Okay, you are not alone. All right, so another, uh, anyways, let me get back on track. Swapping negative with positive. Now let me read what that, what I have here for that on this uh, project that we uh, were a part of. When you become aware of your negative thoughts, create a habit of swapping the negative for a positive. Keep repeating the positive in your mind until your mind is full of positive thoughts and you can feel the stress and tension leave your body. I am a strong believer that what you put out, you will get back. And when I say that, is you're in control of of attracting more love into your life. You are in control, okay, of attracting that agape love. Agape love. Okay? That nobody can take away from you. You know, only one you can get from one source. Love is God. Love is infinite. Love is powerful. Love is beautiful. And when we talk about God, that's what represents love. So, you know, different people have uh, different views on the topic, So, I could only speak for myself, but I will say that part of my healing and recovery for myself, uh, spirituality did play a part in it. And speaking words of love, speaking words of power helps to attract more of those things so, uh, one of the scriptures that I like uh, is uh, John 3.16, okay? Um, and that reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Okay? Uh, so, I just want to uh, remind those who may be believers and those who may not, that no matter how you want to read, you're not alone. We love you and we're here with you. So focus on positivity and focus on love. All right, next one, expressing gratitude throughout the day. I don't know how many of you may do that, but it is really important to work under the spirit of gratitude, okay? Gratitude. Gratitude. Is the best attitude to have. Um, and sometimes you have to go into a place of silence. I do that. Uh, again, I'm back in school full time, you know, work, travel, things. You just like children. You know, um, kids are growing, you know, grandkids in between, everything else. Look, there's a lot going on. And sometimes you have to say, wait a minute, I need some me time. I need to take care of my health. Because I'm here giving out, giving out to everybody, volunteering here, volunteering there, running my mouth. You hear my mouth right now running. I'm running it by myself. It takes a lot to do that. You know, a lot of times doing that by yourself, it's a lot of burden to carry. And so sometimes you have to take a break and create a balance for yourself. Now, if you don't do that, nobody else is going to do it for you. Okay, but I'm going to bring it back to that. The focus needs to be walking in the spirit of gratitude. It feels good when people tell you thank you, doesn't it? It feels really good when people say, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for your time. I value you. I respect you. I honor you. I see what you're doing. It feels good when people share and express gratitude towards you. But guess what? You cannot wait on people. You, you cannot. You have to learn to express gratitude throughout the day by yourself for yourself. And that might mean express gratitude for everything good in your life, everything that's good in your life. Express gratitude. There is good everywhere, no matter who you are, what you've been through, or where you are. There is good and bad in every situation, okay? Make the conscious choice to choose and focus on the good and express gratitude to those things constantly, okay? Not only those things, but those people. Because the more you're grateful, the more you're going to attract good things to yourself. I promise you that. The more you are grateful, the more you will attract more good things. So you want to operate under the attitude of gratitude. Okay. Just wanted to remind you of that. Um, so now let's see here. We'll put Oops. Okay. All right. So now the next that we can address here is looking at the best in every situation. Now, I know what you're thinking. How, when things are going bad, or how do I change my attitude to gratitude? It sounds good. And then looking at the best in every situation. It all sounds wonderful. But how do we do that? How do we do that? So there's always good. There's always good. There, let me just say it again. There is always good. When you create an internal habit of looking at the best in every situation, okay, there is always good. Always be on the lookout for something good. Oh, you heard me. I don't care how bad the situation looks. I don't care how bad the situation is. Always be on the lookout for something good. All too often and many times we only focus and complain about the bad things in in our lives. Right? We need to shift our focus to the good. I promise you, what you pour out, what you put out, you will attract. It's like a fisherman. What, what are you putting on your hook? What are you? What are you trying to attract? Crabs? Are you trying to attract guppies? Are you trying to attra- <laughs> attract? Um, you know, mudfish. Like, what what are you trying to codfish? What what are you trying to attract? What you're putting on that hook matters. Okay, it matters. You know, taking care of our health, taking care of our mental health, our body, being aware of our body, being aware of our thoughts. Um, you know, and and when we talk about being aware of our bodies, I'm talking about being aware of your body, how it reacts to certain environments. When you're getting stressed or triggered or anything in that area, okay, you have to watch uh, to see how your body reacts. Is it getting tight? Is it getting stressed? Anywhere in the body, are you feeling anything that's causing you to say, wait, something's not feeling correct, okay? It's affecting my body. So for me personally, when I'm having uh, an anxiety attack or I'm having anxiety or anything like that, my chest gets tight. I don't let these kids drive me crazy, honey. I just, (laughs) I'd be like, okay. And I have to make the choice, the conscious decision, sometimes to walk away, sometimes to turn off my phone, sometimes to be quiet, sometimes to remove myself. And guess what? Because I know that it it could affect my health. Now, if I go and have a heart attack, is it really worth it? No. No. So if you feel your chest getting tight, if you're getting hot, you're getting sweaty, your palms getting sweaty, you're starting to sweat, you're starting to get hot, you're starting to remove yourself, you cannot control other people. They're not watching how you're feeling. They're not watching how you're feeling. They're not concerned about how you're feeling. Not that they don't care, but they are, you know, focused on their own selves. They're not thinking about you. You know they're they're not. I'm not trying to be mean, but you know, people are uh, thinking about themselves. So you have to worry about your health and worry about yourself. Who's checking on you? Who's calling you to to see how you're doing? Who's saying, Hey, you know, I know you've been under a lot of pressure. I know you're doing a lot. I'm so proud of you. You know what? Let me um let me go ahead and and and, and release some of the stress from you and make sure that you're okay. Who's doing that for you? Nobody's doing that for you, right? So guess what? That's where the self-love, the self-care, and the self-awareness has to come in. Like, I love you. I love doing this. I love, you know, you. I love what you do. But I have to also take care of myself. I mean, I always worry about everybody else, but who's worrying about me, you know? So, again, tonight, it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. So, yeah, I should be on a hot date. But I'm here with y'all making sure that we hot dating ourselves and making sure that we are okay. So, anyways, that was the part about being aware of our bodies, being aware of our triggers, being aware of the stress, the tension that we may feel on our body. Your body might be shaking. Your nerves might be off, something. You have to pay attention to how your body reacts. And you don't have to feel bad about it. You don't have to feel bad about it. You have to prioritize yourself. Habit of acceptance. Creating a good habit of acceptance is really important, okay? Create the initial habit of acceptance for yourself, creating that internal habit of acceptance, your situation, you know, of your situation, your emotions, and the past. Keep reminding yourself that the past is the past, and it will not happen again. You are not that vulnerable person. You are not that vulnerable child. You are not weak. You don't have a spirit of weakness, but of power, okay, and might. And so you have to speak life and power into yourself. You have to blow into your own bones and speak life back into yourself, okay? So creating that uh, situation, you know, supporting your emotions and reminding yourself that the past is the past. It cannot happen. It will not happen again. It will not. Even if, listen, you better say it. You better say it. It will not happen again. That is just a thought that you hold on to in your mind. Accept the situations that are given to you and keep moving forward. Do not allow small events to drag you down. Just keep reminding yourself, I am not that same vulnerable person. I'm not that child. I am not. I am showing up for that child, and I am in a position of strength when I show up. Okay, so just remember that. All right, let's look into uh, the habit of now. You know, when we talk about the habit of now, your mind is like an addict. Like, I'm sorry, like an addict. Your mind is like an addict. That's my absence. I apologize. Your mind is like an addict, okay? Do not let it get filled up with tact. And I'm speaking to y'all, I'm speaking to myself, because a lot of times I'd be like, okay, I got to do this. I have a deadline tomorrow, y'all. Keep me in your prayers, because it's a big, big, big deadline. I'm meeting with some CEOs in the next couple of weeks, and tomorrow I'm going over a big, important meeting. And guess what? (laughs) I've had so many different tasks that have kept me from preparing for this meeting. So I'll be up at 4 a.m. preparing for this meeting uh, that's taking place first thing uh, in the morning. Uh, And I'm saying that to say, you got to have a balance. You got to have a balance. Now, you know, the attic is filled up with too much stuff, right? It's filled up with too much stuff. You got to create a a habit of completing tasks. I'm talking to myself. As they come into your life, so when things come into your life, it's important to start working on com- completing these tasks. Why do we want to complete it as they come in? Because if we don't, they're going to pile up. When you think about doing something, do not put it off. This morning I woke up at 6.30 in the morning. I just started doing homework. My homework's not due till Sunday, but I missed so many deadlines with school by saying, oh, I got it until Sunday. Nope. I had now, so I had the energy and I had the the mindset to do it, and so I got it done. Now, I don't always do that. That's why I miss a few very important deadlines, but I'm trying to also create this habit of now. Creating that habit of now is so important. All right, and just in case if anybody wants to call in, the number is 646-595-2118. I would love to hear from you. Um, So I'm going to ask this question. If you feel like answering, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. But have you uh, worked on um, creating a habit of now, or do you struggle sometimes with procrastination? So, oh, what was that? All right, the question was, have you worked on trying to work on that spirit, that habit of now, which means like trying to tackle things when they come to your mind at the moment, like really trying to stay on top of them, or do you struggle sometimes with that like spirit of procrastination?
1: Um, I used to be a big procrastinator, but now I'm not as much of a procrastinator anymore, so I'm getting better.
0: Wow, that's good. And I think, thank you for sharing that, Phyllis. I think it's so important that we can start to be real with ourselves. Um, I love that. I love that you did that. That was very powerful because a lot of times we are our worst enemies because we are working in we're in denial. But, you know, sometimes when we really get into that place where we're like, all right, I'm going to do better, I'm going to be better. Uh, and we start taking the steps to be accountable for our behavior and say, hey, not, I was I was struggling in that area. Some people will get into denial. And you cannot really address issues and concerns and work on being better if you're not willing to say, hey, this is a weakness of mine. I'm struggling in this area. Nobody's perfect. You know, nobody expects you to be perfect. And if anybody expects you to be perfect, then I want to see if how they're perfect, because nobody, nobody's perfect, y'all. I know it's hard to believe. I know some people think they're perfect, but no, nobody's perfect. There's only one perfect person, and you are not it, okay? Because we're not God. So, um, again, working on that spirit of now, okay, so that we can avoid having our attic full and over. Full to the point that guess what happens when the attic is over full? What do you think would happen if the attic gets over full?
1: Um, it was kind of – can you repeat the question? It was kind of quiet. You Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I was saying, Um, what do you think happens if, like, the attic – like, you know, we gave the analogy, the idea of an attic getting full, like a lot of times in the attic – You stuff all kinds of things up uh, up there. Trust me, I know because I'm cleaning out my house right now. I'm throwing out everything. I'm like going through like a frontier of cleaning out. But what happens in the attic is you start storing and storing and storing and storing and storing storing things, right? But guess what? Most of those things you don't even need. So when we talk about the habit of uh, now, really it's about trying to get some of these tasks out the way. So, have you been trying to put um, steps forward to start working on cleaning out the attic and putting things like a little more into perspective? How do you do that? Do you make a list? Do you just do it randomly and it just happened to work out? Are you using some type of system to help you get organized? Um, Talking about it, like what helps you?
1: Um, I think what's been working lately is a list that I have for house cleaning. I have a list, and it says house cleaning. I mop every other day. I clean the counters, the bathrooms, the things in the oh. bathroom, all the, the tape, the, the counters, the bath, the the bathtub, the toilet, and then, oh. I use the Lysol web for that. I don't really talk about it a lot, oh. but I think that there's, maybe you brought, you just brought to life, for, for me, for a new way, another way, to, um, to get it done so maybe they're talking about it. Well actually I I wasn't thinking about my response. I do um I do talk about it because sometimes my friends ask me what right. I did for the day and I'll tell them that it has mm. constantly need. So talking about it and making a list.
0: Hmm that was good. Thanks. So you're making me think about it even more. Because let me tell you something you're right. When you talk about it sometimes it makes you look at yourself a little bit like wait a minute it reminds you, like, wait a minute, I need a, man, I'm not to go over there and go under my bed, because I have, it. If and the way that I clean, I was uh, telling my husband that today, is I pull everything out, and then I have to, like, figure out what goes, what doesn't go, and then I re-put it back in. If I just start, like, cleaning around, no, but I mean, I, like, make a big mess. Like, I pull everything out. I pull everything out, and then I say, do I really need this? 'Cause I haven't used this in twenty thousand years. But like you said, talking about it, it helps us to go, you know, let me go ahead and go look into that and like next week I'm work I'm just focusing on my closet and organization. And uh one of my um good girlfriends, she was like, You know, you need to go on Pinterest and I'm like, I have not been on it for years She was like, No, I'm telling you, go on there and just put clean closet. Because a lot of times, uh, and, you know, this is, and this is still on topic, I'll still say this. A lot of people who've been through severe trauma um, or abuse from, like, people, um, they, their brain gets, like, scrambled. You know, you're used to people using word salads, confusing your brain. And a lot of times that can affect the ability for people to be organized. So for me, I have a lot of folders. I have a lot of highlighters. I have, I have a lot. Of, like I have little uh, clear sleeve uh, sheets. The, the you know plastic uh, sleeves to slide in my papers. I have um, sticky pads and dividers and I mean whiteout. I mean I don't even know. I have all kinds of stuff. But those I need tools to help me be organized. Okay, because. I'm not just able to just be organized, organized. so I have to be very intentional about taking control of the areas that I know I struggle with. Do you do any particular steps to try to help keep you organized? Like, I know you said you make a list and talking. I think that is amazing that you do that because that helps you to be um, organized. But, like, when you actually start um Cleaning and doing things like that Do you follow like a certain step Like for me I rip everything apart And that's how I clean Or do you clean like one little section First and the next little section Like everybody has different techniques For the way that they organize themselves Or clean whether if you're organizing Your bedroom you might do Like nope I'm focusing on the dresser, And then you focus on that Me I I can pop all over the room <laughs> Because of my ADD but I rip things apart and make it crazy to bring it back together. So what's your technique?
1: <clears throat> um, I usually just go by feel and go by, like, how I feel during the day. And sometimes I start okay. to try to spread it out during the day, throughout the day, because I don't have a lot to do during the day sometimes. So I want to have something to do in the last half of the day. So, yeah.
0: I like that. So you go with how you feel. If you're like, ooh, I feel like working on the dresser, I'm gonna work on the dresser, and you feel like going crazy and being a Tasmanian devil all over the room like me, then you do that. Is that what you were saying, Philip? Yes. How you yes. Say? <clears throat> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So, all right. So over here, I have. Thank you for sharing too. I appreciate you. Um. Supporting me tonight and not just supporting me but supporting our listeners we really do appreciate your time um all right so here I have habit of consistent growth okay and uh and healing so now here I have create the habit of continuous healing make it a habit to meditate every day ooh, 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 ooh. I've been falling short lately I've been just like oh I gotta get up I gotta get, da, 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 da. But here it says, make it a habit to meditate every day, or do your relaxation exercises every day. I have not been. Lord, I need to do better. And that's why, excuse me, that's why talk therapy or talk counseling or talk coaching is very helpful because sometimes you really start to take an introspect, an intro look at yourself, and some of the areas that you can really start to work on being better. So here it says, pick the things that relax you and calm you, and build a habit around the, doing those things every day. Okay, so pick the things that relax you and calm you. So I'm gonna ask you this, uh, Philip, do you have anything that relaxes you and calms you? Like is there um, something like the video game and meditation? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, a lot of people tell me that, the video game, because it's something that they get to kind of get their mind away from the personal things going on now. And, hey, it helps them to just kind of escape and go into another area and just focus on that. And not only that, a lot of people who play the games, they share, they have communities within those games, and they have, like, people that they've known for years, never met, but they actually play games with them all the time. So even though some people are like, oh, games are like this and that. There's really different ways that you can really use that as a way to work on things that will help you relax. Everybody has their own relaxing things. Some people like sewing. Some people will go to the – some people like knitting. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with knitting, but guess what? Knitting is not for everybody. Knitting is for you. But it may not be for everybody else. So whatever helps you get through your healing and your recovery, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. And if it works for you, it's perfect, okay? There's nothing wrong with it. All right, so now we have uh learning. And like I said, I shared earlier, I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning Learning is a part of my recovery. That helps me to be a better me. And so, hey, guess what? I learned that about myself, so guess what I do? I stay in my lane, and I learn. You know, I've had people make fun of me and be like, what are you taking now? Ha, 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 ha. you always in school. And I tell them I love school. And so because I love school, I'm going to keep on on learning. So as long as I'm not hurting nobody, guess what I'm doing? Learning. So here I have create the lifelong learning habit. Ooh, that was good because I didn't know it said that. Thank you, Lord, for that. It said create the lifelong learning habit. Yes, that's important for me. Then it says as long as we are learning, we are growing and recovering. Remember those words, y'all? As long as we are learning, we are growing and recovering. I'm going to say it again. As long as we are learning, we are growing and recovering. As long as we keep exposing ourselves to successful people who are recovering and healing and growing, we will continue to grow and get better. This is one of the most important habits built on this list. Read, study, listen to audiobooks in the car and master the material that you really are passionate about, okay? We only retain 10% of what we learn the first time through, so repetition is the key. Learn about all areas of your life. Let me just say that again. As long as we are learning, we are growing and recovering, as long as we keep exposing ourselves to successful people who are recovering and healing and growing, we will continue to grow and get better. So guess what? We're not perfect, but if we're taking the steps forward to grow and to heal, we're winning, y'all. We are winning. I'm 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 happy cuz I'm on the winning team. That's all I have to say. All right, so experimenting with new ideas. Experimenting with new ideas. As we are learning, we need to keep ourselves open to trying and experimenting with new things. The only way we are going to improve our lives and heal is if we experiment to find out whether or not it works, right? We are often quick to judge and slow to try new things. We <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. We are often quick to judge and slow to try new things. We have to remember y'all, we come from different parts of life. We come from different backgrounds, different cultures, just different things, and it's fun learning something different. We don't have to be afraid to learn something different. Guess what? It's actually fun. It's fun to to try something different. It's fun to try different foods. It's fun to try um fun to try different countries. So let me ask you something. Um have you what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Philip.
1: Um let me see here. I can't. That you think of
0: tried anything. the weirdest.
1: Um I haven't really had anything unusual to eat.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I will just say this. I had, and I'm telling tell you this, I went on a uh, cruise one time, and I decided to try escargot. I was like, what is escargot? You know, I, I've heard rich people talk about escargot and escargot. And so I was on this trip, and I, I called myself saying, hey, I want to try escargot. What is escargot? And I tried one little piece, and they told me, they were like, oh, it's snail. snail." And I took one little piece, and it was okay. And I took the second piece, and it was just a little too buttery in my mouth. And then I really thought about when it rains, and I see the snails, and I just was like, uh, mm." and so I didn't keep going. But I keep watching the cooking network which I enjoy watching those shows. And, you know, it's fun to see the competitions and, you know, some of the judges, their their take on certain things, certain dishes. Uh, and I've been watching them making frog legs. I know this probably sounds gross, but the way they've been making the frog legs and the octopus and all that, I'm like, I'm willing to try something different and something new. Uh, so I am open a lot of times to at least try trying a little bit of something if it's not too way out of this world for me. Have you ever had um, octopus? I've had calamari. Ain't calamari the same thing or is it different?
1: I've had calamari. It was fried Mm -hmm. and it was pretty good. My ex-girlfriend used to like that a lot.
0: Usually what? Try a fry?
1: My ex-girlfriend used to like that a lot.
0: Oh, Yeah, I like calamari. But now, last night I was watching the Cooking Network. I think it was TLC. I don't remember which network it was on. It was the Food Network. And they were making squid, and they had the little funny-looking dot things at the end of the test. test, Look, it was a lot going on. But I said to myself, I will try The way that they made it, they seared it, and they did all this stuff, and it looked good. But anyway, so... The topic was learning and growing and trying different things. So the quote the quote here that I was really stuck on was, as long as we are learning, we are growing, and we are recovering, as long as we keep exposing ourselves to successful people who are recovering and healing and growing, we will continue to grow and get better. Um, this is one of the most important habits to build on this list. Okay, so just remember that we only really retain 10% of what we learn uh, the first time through. So repetition definitely is key, uh, and learning about uh, different areas of, of our lives is really important. So now I have another section here. It's called, it says, Experimenting with New Ideas. Or experimenting with new ideas as we are learning we need to keep ourselves open to trying and experience uh, experimenting with new things the only way we're going to improve our lives and heal is if we experiment to find out whether or not it works we are often quick to judge and slow to try new things be different try new things do the things that you may not want or like to do because that could be the very thing that holds the key to your full recovery. Let me tell you all something. I'm thinking about taking that sonalalia uh, or whatever instrument class. I forgot the name of it. But this one person, he has a studio um, in the same building that I have my office in, and he teaches music lessons. And one of them is the hula or, have You know what I'm talking about, Philip?
1: Um, is it, I know what ukulele is. That's for sure.
0: What is it called? Ukulele. Ukulele. Look at me. Hunolele. I was making up my own words. Yeah, ukulele. It's like a there small you
1: know. guitar, isn't it?
0: Right. Yes. Thank you. You helped me because I didn't remember what it was called. But. I heard that that's like the easiest first instrument to learn. Now, back in the days, I took piano. I didn't keep up with it. I was a, teen, I was a preteen, and my mom put me in a class. And, you know, at first I really liked it, and then I, didn't, I just didn't keep up with that. I don't know what happened. But um, we can do that, you know, that that's a class, and that challenges your brain. It, it keeps your mind fresh. Uh, If Alzheimer's or dementia runs in your family, it's really advisable to work on uh, your memory. If you've been through trauma, it's really advisable to work on your memory. That is really important. Why? Because when people have been through any type of trauma, it affects the brain. And, you know, we're talking about that earlier, you know, how trauma can scramble the brain. And so it's important to continue to invest in, in yourself, uh, and continue to invest in yourself, continue to invest in your education, and uh, and just continue to grow. All of those things are really good and they're uh, helpful to you. So I'm not going to hold y'all up all night too long because it's Valentine's Day, not just for y'all, but, hey, my husband gave up my time for me to be here with y'all, so um, I'm not going to be here all night. But, um, you know, I wanted, again, to just really talk a little bit about uh, the importance of recovery and self-care. I am going to share a couple of tips in the area of self-care because I really do think that it's important for us to practice self-care and find um, some activities that can be helpful to our mental health as we really focus on recovery. We are our ex- We are the experts on this topic. We are the experts on the topic of recovery, healing and recovery. Why? Because we have had to do the work. We're doing the work. We are the experts showing up, okay? Healing and recovery, book us because we're the experts. Me and Philip, right now, we are the experts. We talk about healing, we talk about recovery, and we show up, okay? So hire us. And let me go here. All right. So, again, we talked about the attitude of gratitude is really important. It's important to put that energy out. You know, I know it may sound a little cheesy or whatever uh, to to be feeling like you're stuck on yourself for the rest of your life. But really, it's really just important to have a good relationship with yourself. It doesn't matter. People are not going to clap for you. you got to clap for yourself, you know. So um, definitely it is important to make. All right, can you hear me? Can you
1: um, hear me? It went out for a second but I can Yes, I can hear you
0: okay, yeah, it's important for uh us to make uh ourselves a priority all right so uh, so anyways again, the attitude of gratitude back to that uh engage in joyful movement, you know do things that make you feel good um i'm I'm like Lord, please, I need to get back to working out and you know but uh, guess what just just Go outside for a walk. I think sometimes when I think about it too much that I need to go to the gym, I have every reason, every excuse why I can't make it. But I can walk right outside my door to the end of the street and walk back to the front, back, uh, back to the door. So, you know, doing that, uh, engage in joyful movement. Guess what? You may not want to walk outside. That might just be too much to get out of your bedroom. Uh, for people who are dealing with depression, it could be a really endless task. People who've never been through depression, they may not understand. They'll be like, what's wrong with you? Just go outside. But you know what? One day I looked at YouTube when I was dealing with my own recovery, and on YouTube, I'm in your room stepping left, right, left, right, side, to side, touch side, front, back, front, back, boop, boop, boop. By the time I was in, I was sweating. I was like, really? So, you know, holding ourselves accountable, like, okay, well, maybe... I need to be just more conscious about doing you know sitting on the chair doing chair exercises they have that on YouTube, picking up some little you know small weights from the chair from the bed or you know doing those type of things uh focus on internal values, okay, so wisdom, your loyalty, fairness, personal fulfillment curiosity self awareness the capacity. Uh, for relationships, connectedness, intimacy, individuality, confidence, assertiveness, a sense of humor and ambition, uh, it really is what's on the inside that counts, okay? Surround yourself with positive people, people who will speak life into you, people who will look at the glass as half full versus, man, it's half empty, I don't have enough, I don't have... But sometimes, well, you know, you you are worthy. You're beautiful. You're a great person. You know that really do believe in you, encourage you, and will stick up for you and rise up for you when you're not around. You know, and we will speak love the words words of love and kindness to you and encourage you your marriage, your relationships, your parenthood, and we will say, yo, you're doing a really good job. I know times tough. I know this day and age is not easy, uh, being an individual taking care of yourself or living with a mental diagnosis, mental health diagnosis, whether it's mental health or physical health diagnosis or um, a paralysis or anything, whatever it is that people are dealing with, guess what? Sometimes you need to hear, God dang it, I'm happy for you. I'm very proud of you. You're doing a great job. So let's just remember that. Uh, do something nice for yourself. I always encourage people, do something nice for yourself. Go get yourself ice cream, go get yourself your favorite meal, go get yourself uh if you wanna sign up to the gym, then go ahead and sign up. You know, go and do something nice for yourself. Don't wait on people. Sit there and wait for somebody to send you roses and get you a coach bag and you know. Don't wait on that. Do it for yourself. I, I I give myself roses and flowers and and I have a partner and sometimes because just because you want to look at them it's okay to do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, write an encouraging note on your mirror. I used to do that. Words of affirmation. Put it on your mirror and tell us about it. Write some words of affirmation and put it on the mirror. I am enough. I am worthy. If 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 you have a spiritual relationship, write some scriptures. If you just want to work on encouragement, write some words of encouragement, uh, words of affirmation, or write some positive quotes. Go on Google and look up some positive quotes on Google. On Google. Uh, so write encouraging notes on your mirror. I just used to put a lot of sticky pads. That's what I need to get back into again uh, for myself um, to re-encourage myself and just keep uh, going forward. That's one of the things I really do need to work on uh spend some time outside uh you know a lot of times when when you're outside if you drive you're running errands you're just in and out you're in and out your car you you don't really but spending some time outside like you go outside and sit down outside that's something i need to do go outside and just sit outside i haven't done that in a while um you know, accept compliments. I have a hard time accepting compliments. Somebody might give you a compliment and I'm so busy, like, oh, my God, but I think you're so awesome. I can't just say, okay, thank you. No, I'm like, well, you're amazing too because I always try to find the best in people, but I do also feel uncomfortable when people give me compliments, which is something uh, that I need to work on. Um Philip, how do you feel when you get compliments?
1: Um, It depends on who's giving it to me.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good It depends who's giving it to you Cool um, Yeah You're right But yeah I struggle sometimes Getting a compliment I'm like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> You know uh, wear clothes that make you feel good and look good. You know, sometimes you have to say, to yourself, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to give me that dress that I love so much. It's so cute. Uh, especially if you don't do it. It's not, you're not a shopaholic. It's not like you're struggling in that area, but it's important to be able to do that for yourself. Um, and uh, the last one that I'm going to leave here is ditch the scale. Sometimes people are so worried about getting on the scale, especially now. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes we're going to fall short. Sometimes we're going to get on track. But create a routine where maybe you're able to um, say, okay, on two, three days, I'm going to do this activity. And, you know, but don't be so focused on the scale because sometimes you're going to have water retention, different things. And that will create for you to be a little hard on yourself. So just work on ditching the scale and focusing on your progress. And the more progress you focus on, the more progress you will what? You will make. Okay. So I don't know if you uh, have anything that you want to share uh, regarding self-care, self-love, any tips before we close out?
1: Um, Journaling has been helping me lately. Journaling and talking to a therapist.
0: <clears throat> yep. That was great. Journaling is great, and talking to a therapist. And I'm going to tell you something, sometimes we are our worst enemy. So you could sit there and talk and talk and talk to yourself. You're not going to come up with the answers because you're emotionally invested in yourself, and we are our worst critics. Reaching out for support is always the best idea. Our mind will play tricks on us sometimes. We we are hard on ourselves. We will replay things because we're emotionally connected to some of the people that have said words that have hurt us. Words have bonds; they they connect to us. But when you speak to someone who has a different outlook um, and is able to really look at things from a bird's eye view, just from a different perspective, it helps you. Just like uh, Philip said earlier, you know. Talking helps, speaking uh, ways to do next steps is really helpful and helps to organize your thoughts, Uh, not just writing it. But I love the fact that you said journaling helps you. I love journaling. I think um, it helps me to release my thoughts. It helps me to release a lot of energy, especially because uh, a lot of times I hold things inside. You know, I'm just like used to turning the other cheek and turning the other cheek, and I get tired of turning the other cheek. And sometimes when I write it, it comes out. I'm like, and, and then, and then, but guess what? That's good. You don't have to give the person or the people that letter, but it's, it is important to release some of that energy. So I love, love the fact that you said that. Um, I just want to say, you know, I um, want to share with you all the importance of practicing self-love and self-care and prioritizing your physical health and your mental health and not being so hard on yourself when you fall short, but say to yourself, hey, what can I do to do better or to be better or to make a change? Um, And so that we're not so harsh on ourselves. Um, So I hope that tonight's show was helpful. Today is Valentine's Day. Uh, We are on scan number 3378. You can always go and pull it up. So today's Valentine's Day, 2024, and I'm just honored to be here to share some love with y'all, to love on you all, and to remind you that you're not alone. Uh, Again, uh, tonight's show, we really just focused on love for the world, love for ourselves, love for our mental health, love for our healing, and really share tips on how to really share love and how to really accept love healthy ways to accept love and how healthy ways to love on ourselves. And it's okay. We don't have to feel guilty. It doesn't have to be a weird thing to say, I'm going to love on myself. Today's Valentine's Day. Guess what? Go get yourself some flowers. Today's Valentine's Day. Go get yourself your favorite chocolate or your favorite candy. Why do we have to wait for people to do the things that we love when we know what we love? Who knows best what you love but you? Yeah excuse me, I'm saying that to say that we also have to be accountable for our own self-love and we deserve all the love that we can get and who best to give us love than us who knows what type of love we we deserve and we like. Uh, It's not about being cocky. It's not about, you know, uh, being boasty. It's about being a kind-hearted person, but also creating those healthy boundaries that help you to know that you deserve the love that you give out. Uh, And you don't have to feel guilty for demanding that type of love. The love that you put out, you deserve. The respect that you give others, you deserve. So tonight's show was helpful to someone. I hope that if you didn't join us live, that you will listen to this recording uh, and hear Philip and I share uh, some wonderful, helpful tips about giving self-love, receiving self-love, and all the beautiful things that, that attract. Okay. And that is just, it's a healthy way to love on yourself. So on that note, I definitely want to just thank everyone who listened in tonight. And I hope that you guys will join us again on Wednesday. Uh, I do Wednesday nights at 8 this month. hopefully. Um, Well, we'll see next month I know I'm probably going to end up doing bi-weekly This has been just a little bit of a heavy schedule With my uh, full-time school work and everything else Uh, But definitely um, we will be getting back on And coming back together So I hope you guys will enjoy uh, this show And I hope you guys will join us again Having said that Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day, a wonderful self-love day, a wonderful self-care day, and most important, a wonderful, best healing day ever. Take care.